0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Fangs Out, brought to you by the Wide World of Wargaming. As always, I am your host, Vincent Leonard-Borgano. Joining me, as per the usual, Mr. Jeff Wilder. Your lack of nantex disturbs me. And Mr. Drew Bishop-Sai. Hello there. And joining us to break down the, uh, finally, we have some decent information. We have brought back the handsomest and best-sounding man in X-Wing, Mr. Ollie Pucknell.
1: I am your friendly neighborhood clickbait.
0: that's not why you're here but i accept that Um, (laughs) so gentlemen uh the gsp is running a series of five qualifiers this everyone knows everyone may not know that the first of them was this weekend and that it was won by a list that i would say probably zero people would have predicted
1: if if you'd have talked to me two weekends ago i wouldn't have seen it coming uh, because there was a couple of real-life tournaments uh, happening around the UK last weekend, we got a little oh, inkling okay, of... Oh, they're, they're very small. They're very small. But yeah, like a 12-person a event with some reasonable names, and it got won by a Nantex list as well. So I was curious to see how they did in the big pond.
0: Apparently very well, especially when flown by Mr. Bohong Lee, uh, <laughs> who took down the tournament with six Petronaki uh, Arena aces, all of them with Crackshot, and half of them with Predator. Uh, Jeff, you, you watched all six of the games on Sunday, right? I did. I watched, I think I caught four of them, two of which had him on stream, two of which involved him dissecting the people he was playing against with that list. Um, Twitch chat did predict that everyone was going to talk about that, despite the fact that Empire dominated, as they haven't extended for the past mm, ever. Uh, we will get into that later. But for the moment, let's talk about the bell of the ball. Ollie, you stated before the show that you had opinions. I give you the floor.
1: Right. Um, so first of all, let's get the knee jerk out of the way. Oh, my God, Nantex are broken. How could you make them that cheap? Um, I mean, they're, they're really good. They're, the bullseye is interesting. But I think the fact that you have a free reposition into a two-dice turret on an Initiative 3 or an Initiative 4, depending on which one you're taking. But the fact that they're Initiative 3 and they can do the free reposition, they're basically what I was expecting the TIE BA to be going into this. Um, I was expecting the Initiative 3 BA to be doing what the Nantex is doing. Turns out if you have twice as many ships, it's even better. Um, But yeah, I feel like people are underestimating the Nantex at the moment. um, And especially... It's just, is just as it moves so differently? That's one of the reasons it's doing so well right now. Like it's brand new, no one knows how to deal with it. So the sky isn't falling, but it is something that you need to learn how to deal with.
0: I'm probably one of the people that is underestimating the uh, the Nantex, just because to me, it's its biggest drawback is actually its stat line. Um, I just don't like things that don't have shields. I, I'm just par- call me paranoid. <laughs> Uh, and I run in, you know, I've I've run enough lists with torpedoes that things without shields tend to just vanish into thin air in front of me. But yep. I definitely see what you're saying when you talk about something that moves differently on top of its ability to move, despite getting blocked. I think that's the part that freaks most people out.
1: Yeah, there's that, there's no point blocking them.
0: No, it's not. You you, they violate at least two of the most important
2: <laughs> rules of X Y that I can think
3: of,
1: as well as people. But that's fine
2: yeah i was gonna say i think there are
3: two there are two big things to talk about in terms of what has changed um the first big thing that that we should talk about is uh you can call it knee jerk if you want but that list is 45 points cheaper
1: yeah like that's was
3: before now that's it wasn't nonsense. worth was it worth 240 245 points before but 45 points cheaper. That is enough to make somebody uh, perfect their ears. I mean, that that is is—that's serious. Um, The other thing that I think is very likely to fly under the radar here is that in doing that with the PS with the PS Jesus. Jeff, it's two years and going.
1: I'm the still init... calling things pilot skill.
3: Yeah,
0: Jeff, I, I've tried to give you an out on this like half a dozen times and you no, refuse
3: to let it go. No, I refuse. The init for uh, ship is that FFG has sort of undercut their previous strategy and the point changes, meaning that FFG did a lot for low, low init ships generic ships last point change. And then with this, with the Nantex, what happens is they they are at a net four are now outperforming, outacing the ships that got the boost last time.
1: Do you know what could be really interesting out of this? Uh, I saw um, a couple of hours ago, someone was complaining about how aces are dead and you'll never be able to fly them again. Um, Obviously not the case, but I feel like this could cause a massive spike in ace lists and the death of low initiative lists if these things become really popular, because you are just not going to be able to fly. The whole purpose of playing against a three dice list with low initiative ships is blocking them, right? You pin them into a corner, you block them. But what if they joust better than you and they can't be blocked? And
3: they can't be blocked, yes.
1: So, yeah, I don't know, we'll
3: that's see. That's what I'm saying. They, FFG sort of undercut their own strategy. They, they clearly didn't really want to, want to significantly lower the top-line ships. They were hmm. fine with the power level at the top-line. So, so they did this thing where they increased the bottom ships. But now they've got ships that out-emit the, the bottom ships and can only really be preyed on the big orange numbers and the horse hmm. um and, and i think that that's going to be overlooked quite a bit when people talk about this because it's a it's just a, uh, it's like the ffg gives with one hand and then takes away with the with the other
1: yeah there's, there's going to be a couple of interesting directions that this could go over in the next couple of weeks i'm really interested to see the effect that this has on the um the uk qualifier Uh, which is coming up in two weeks, because people would have had a bit of time to digest, a bit of time to practice. Mm -hmm. Um, It'll see what the environment looks like two weeks later, a big tournament.
3: Is
0: there any reason to believe that the uh, cheapness and that the reduction in cost of of large ships with multiple shots is going to have any way of defending itself against six Nantex, or are you just asking to get blocked and shredded?
3: Blocked and shredded.
1: Uh, yeah. I feel like certain ships are capable again you're you're going for the high initiative here like you can't really go low initiative, but mm-hmm. if you're seeing things like layer things like dash, they are a lot cheaper um I think Bobber is a big contender here as well i if you can play the game carefully enough that you can start to chew them at long range you're only taking a couple of shots each time and you're going to be trading well uh then yeah i can I can see you winning, winning that game. Um,
3: The problem is you're just, it's so easy to bullseye the large ships.
1: Yes, but
3: unless you've got, uh, unless you've got a way to, to boost.
1: So what, what are you running with your big ship though? Because that's the thing. Big ships are now cheap enough to have some scary wingman wingmen with them. So the Nantex kind of have to choose. Okay. Do you kill the big ship or do you kill the two things trying to joust you? And if the two things trying to joust, you can kill two Nantex or three Nantex. Then three Nantex versus your big fat Falcon. I would I back the Falcon. So it's 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 a it's actually a damage race. I would say. Yep. It's how quickly can you kill three Nantex? And once you've done that, and your big ship is healthy, well, you've won the game. But you've got to kill the three Nantex.
0: I wonder if there is any value. And I was talking to Ollie about this before the show is there any value in loading up lists with ordnance just to try to force the Nantexes to rush you because they don't want to be dancing with a reposition and a tractor on them at range three. Mm. And then just, I'm, I'm like, I'm wondering if there's anything there with trying oh, call it a head fake with where they come in. You, you want to engage them at your highest possible offense while they have to impair themselves on defense in order to be as effective as they can be. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Kinda Does that make sense or am I talking bullshit?
3: Kinda sounds like your um, your next list are gonna be resistance bombers there, Vince. <laughs> I don't know what those are. What are those ships? <laughs> <It's-> <laughs>
1: I've well, never I seen one before. You've you've hit an interesting uh an interesting point there because there's two types of ordnance. There is bombs, either um because I think the we might actually see a lot of use out of the fuses uh, delaying the bomb drop by a turn. Uh-huh. Um, but you've also got, so you've got bombs with trajectory simulator with the bombers. You've got death rain. You've got uh, Nim. Nim could actually be really good into these Nantecs. Um Okay, like he burns if they catch him, but they've got to get through the rocks first with that seismic sitting in the middle. Um, and
0: they can't take very many of them.
1: Yeah, exactly. So if you've, you've just got a permanently held seismic and then you're dropping protons in their face as they're trying to chase you, like, that's... But yeah, as you say, the other one, I think, as you're meaning, is uh, is torpedoes or missiles. Like, they don't like those.
0: No, I, like, I was spe- I was specifically thinking of the... Uh, the Everybody brings it up every time there's a points change. Um, the Zeta Squad survivors with homing missiles in passive. Oh, if they take like an that. automatic hit, that's a quarter of their health gone. Yep. You know what I mean? So and if they push into you, you're you guys are trading basically an identical number of shots and you have half again as much health. Mm. Like six even at their best. Like let's say that they land crackshot predator and they roll they roll off four hits. It's going to take it's going to take both of them to kill one of your guys and that's assuming that you roll zero evades.
1: I mean the I suppose the question would be is it realistic? So for the, say for the SF player, right? Because those things work out, at the rear arc, you can run away from the Nantex while firing homings mm-hmm. at them. Yep. So again, I, I feel like three Nantex is your tipping point there. If you, Can you kill three Nantex in two turns? Yeah, I think, I think you can.
0: I, I mean, I, I don't see any problem. If you can kill, their, their list is very easily kill triple X and kill three X wings in two turns. If you can buy that means you can kill, three in two turns, because they're going to be tractored.
1: Mm, and if well, they
0: spend their... F- they're going to be, nine times out of ten.
1: Well, here's, here's a question, because th- this is where, it, like, the player skill really comes into it. Um, actually, no, turn, turn off that brain for a second. If if you can fly them without tractoring, right? What? How does it feel throwing missiles into that three agility sick list?
0: I... I normally throw things with four dice at them, so it'll feel exactly the same as it always does, which is mediocre.
1: Yeah, and I think that's the problem, is that the Nantex are able to sit there with a focus um, and Mm -hmm. three dice.
3: Well, the the big difference, of course, being that uh, the sick uh, can take a crit on a shield. They take
0: that one shield. Uh, Mm, For sure.
3: The Nantex, of course, can't, and the crit can be be big. But I, I don't like it. Mainly, I mean... If if they're really afraid of the uh, of the ordinance, they're going to try to hide behind their gas cloth or whatever.
1: Yeah, at which point they are barrel rolling, so they have got that tractor.
0: So, um, I mean, if it yeah. was easy to counter this, if it was easy to counter every new list, then the meta would never change. You well, know, it's it, probably a good thing that we're all struggling to figure out how to beat these automatically.
3: Well, yeah, here's my sure. question and, and I and I really mean this sincerely. Is this an NPE list? Because no. I'm going to tell you that when I played against three or four Nantex with Snare, it made me not want to play X Wing again. Um, I don't I don't feel like I would feel the same way against these five and six Nantex without in Snare lists.
1: So I've I've played it once. Uh, I went against, I, someone ran it against me just before. Um the Galactics kicked off uh, and I lost the game, but I came back wanting more. I thought, okay, this is a fun problem that I can solve. Exactly. So maybe that's hopeful.
3: Yeah. I, um, I think that they, you know, and I, and I got to look to, to give you a, a little bit of credit for, for your thoughts on large ships. Um, I don't know if you guys watched the final game, but that decimator, yeah. uh, the decimator, the decimator rolled really, really, really poorly on offense. Mm. Like very poorly, even with double with double soft mods. And if that had gone the other way, average or a little bit better, then that game could easily have gone the other way.
1: So
0: and it's and it's racked. I mean, meaning that every time he punches on one of these guys, he's <laughs> landing a crit.
1: Yeah. 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 Yeah.
3: Yeah, and that's just the thing. He was never landing the crit or yeah. dodging everything because he was rolling so poorly. So I His, mean, um... like, I didn't see him roll in, in with any four dice shots. I didn't see him roll a three, uh, a three hit attack once.
1: Mm. Is this so, is this a good opportunity to um, to pivot then? Because I mean, we've talked about Nantex for a little bit, but I think the fact that the Nantex guys have
0: been replaced, I'm not the producer anymore
1: sorry <laughs> i mean you, you mentioned this beforehand so i yeah, just like yeah, I, I feel like it's really important to look at the number of imperials in this cut because a lot. i mean if if the nantex hadn't won okay people would have been talking about them but there's six out of 16 in this cut of, of yeah, yeah and, top 16
3: uh, eight, eight out of 32 of which six advanced mm. um so yeah, it's the Imperials are not dead. Long live Imperials.
0: No, you're fired. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow.
3: Big orange. Uh, I mean, numbers, I mean,
0: look, orange exactly. Fire. You know, what do you what do you say? It's big orange numbers and 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 access to and access to double mods basically everywhere.
3: Yeah. Um, you, you, look that, you look at that list, the Echo versus Echo matchup, right? <sighs> uh, both both ships flew pretty well. Um, which one won? The one with big orange numbers of horse. That's the one who won. Um, and, uh, and, and double repositioning because he had afterburners on two, on his init 5 and his init 6. Um, and I, I, that's not a coincidence. That is the, the Imperial way to win. Um, so before we go into the Jeff is still advocating for random first player, um, I do want to point out that neither player, the Delta Delta Echo player, did not play badly. He was just out double repositioned,
0: and I mean, he brought one of the most frustratingly tough. He brought two of the most frustratingly tough to kill ships in X-wing. Like, yeah. you have to work to put down a defender, even if you're Darth Vader. Yeah, you the do. number of times that they roll out that they roll out of three damage with that token is fucking frustratingly high
1: well the average is three right You, yes. as long as you're only being shot once you'll yep. get you should get evade blank and therefore you should dodge three
0: yep but i think he was he was also uh re, he was repositioning or i think a couple times he got caught not going speed three just because of the way the board was set yeah um i know one of the times he didn't go speed three was one of the times vader slapped him upside his head <laughs> so
1: that's
0: you know that's kind of how you, you that's kind of how you beat them but still you know okay you you pushed two damage through on an, on a seven health ship that the next time you shoot at it is going to dodge all three of the damage you put at it yep. i just you know I, I i i hate there is no love for big orange numbers in force on this podcast and it's unfortunate that this this problem isn't still not being solved if your name is empire
1: I feel because like they've nerfed Republic into the ground. I feel like it's getting there. Um like obviously the like m- the bones of my list. Like I feel like if you have a look at Whisper, Whisper is now appropriate, right? Yes. Whisper is appropriate, it costed. Vader with passive, good. He got hit with a hammer because that was BS. Mm. Um But I, f- I feel like your problem still is is that you have these. You have these third ships, and what we're seeing, like if if you have a look at the uh, at the imperial lists here, you've got three what I would define as ace lists, really. Like Echo is an ace, so I am going to count that, and you've got Vader and Fell, Vader and Fell, Whisper and Grand Inquisitor, and then something, right? So yeah. one of them's Vader Fell Inquisitor, one of them's Vader Fell Echo, one of them is Redline Whisper and in- Inquisitor. You've always got something in there that deals with aces, and you've got something in there that deals with swarm. Um, And obviously, you got two defenders and Echo. So, yeah, like it's they just have so many options, Um, and I think like Empire have so many ships available to them, right? That's yeah, that's a problem. And then you've got the Sloans.
0: And we talked about this. You guys probably remember months ago. At this point, we were asking ourselves: Is this is Rack going to make it out of you know? kind of the the wild wild west events and into more organized play Mm. i'm happy to i mean i won't say happy but i'm prepared to say that yes like when when we yeah when we go back to if we ever go back to playing in person there's no reason to believe that a sloan rack is going to be ineffective on a regular table compared to on a computer
1: no this thing isn't going away
2: no why did it take so long um another question they she was she was played a lot uh, very early on, um, yeah, wh- and then she was dropped because uh, her I think her cost was what is it she was like twelve or thirteen points back oh, then well, she still know. she was she was dropped because Whisper lost crew that's why she was dropped that's
1: right ah there we go yeah 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 because to be to be fair like if you if you have a look at some of the older lists. Um, the older lists gave generic TIE fighters a lot of problems, like you had Palob and stuff, um, yeah. and you had a lot of tugboats, um, and a lot of people were trying to get Sloan in Echo or Sloan in a Reaper to work, and there was enough aces around so that you could just shut down those without killing the TIEs, whereas mm. because big ships got a little bit cheaper, you are now capable of putting enough spuds with that decimator to make it effective. Mm-hmm. So I, think-
0: I I actually prefer the Sloan the the rack and three alphas to the to the academies, um, just because they're if they do start focusing on rack, the alphas punch just that little bit harder than than tie fighters do.
1: Oh yeah, they're actually a threat. Like you you yeah. have to deal with the alphas, you don't have to deal with the academies.
0: Yep,
3: they're also they're they're better blockers. Um,
0: yeah. Yeah, with a yeah. double repo. Yep. Yeah. Um,
3: I I agree with you that although you know the Vader. The Vader that is, is affordable with the with the four Tie Fighters, um, and that's nice. But yeah, the Death Troopers served pretty well. Um,
0: oh, he worked. he. Uh, Who was uh, was it Paul was running? No, no, no. Who's running the 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 rack alphas? Uh. uh what was the, what was the gentleman's name? It was Steve Coutillo. Steve, he beat the guy running Vaderfell uh, Echo. Because of Death Troopers, a hundred percent. Because it, it he took Val, uh, Death Troopers took fell out of the game. There was he couldn't get away. He was basically glued to Rack for. Their, he killed one ship, got bounced, got blocked by Rack, and that was his ability to contribute for the rest of the game. He popped one Alpha on a miracle one tap because the guy rolled three blanks holding a focus token, and then flew past Rack and got blown away. Done. Like. Death yeah, Troopers are so dirty.
1: On a big ship as well, it's just bleh.
3: Yep. Yeah, the, the area of effect of Death Troopers is just immense on a big ship. Um, so, Ali, what, what, you said they're almost there. What would you... Seeing the performance of Empire in this, you know, eight, again, at 8 in the top 32 and 6 in mm-hmm. the top 16, um, what do you think FFG needs to do to to reign empire into a little bit of parity with the rest of the crowd, because honestly the rest of the crowd. Uh, just to, to give some numbers in case I know you looked at the top thirty two, uh, the top sixteen, but mm. I would have looked at the top thirty two. Um, I did too. Um, Rebels had four with a finish of a top best finish was top eight. Uh, empire eight best finish top two. Scum five best finish top eight. Resistance four. Best finished top eight. Um, FO F- F- three, best finished top eight. <laughs> um, really, all these top eights are because empires were two, three, empire finished two, three, four. Yeah. Uh, the Republic only two lists uh, in the top 32. Um, finished Best finished was top eight. And then, of course, CIS was six in the top 32 and won the event. Um, what would you do to? Uh, to bring Empire into more parity with, you know, um, Rebels and Scum and Resistance.
1: Um, honestly, I think a little bit of it is time. Um, what, you, what you're what you naturally seeing right now, and I think what would be really interesting, and it's a bit frustrating because uh, I think everybody's looking at the results we were trying to get on earlier and we just couldn't get on to TTO. Um, so we've kind of been limited to looking at a small sample size, but... Yeah if i'd I'd be very curious to see how many imperial aces were in this tournament versus how many we saw in the cut and yes there was a lot in the cut but was there just lots anyway because i feel like there could be the case that people are just like the points change is still relatively recent are people just getting used to flying some of these new lists because like personally i haven't flown like really i haven't looked at imperial aces since the points change um i've i go back to them every now and then but i've i've been really excited about both first order and rebels and i've been i've been playing both of those i've been practicing with them and i've been getting better yeah well i I love my rebels rebels are great especially the falcon Uh, and i've been getting better and better and um yeah and i think i think that's the that's the tipping point is people are slowly going to start to see that the because of the nerfs to empire their third ship, or two of their ships, if they decide to go sort of medium range as opposed to two expensive and one really cheap, um, are really, really starting to be more unreliable. So, I mean, you're seeing here that you can just about fit Vader, Fell, and Whisper in a list. Um, that's one that I've built, and I've gone, okay, that's cool, but that's you're having to drop things. Like, Vader can't have Afterburners, so that means that he can't get away from Swarm, or you have to drop um, Vader and put Fell in instead which is what some people have done, which is fine, but then fell just explodes in certain games. Um, so you're seeing a little... You can't get that reliable core of Vader and Whisper anymore without running like a cheap blocker. So I think you're finally seeing uh, Imperial Lace's players actually having to make decisions um, about their lists as opposed to just getting all the things. And I, I think some of them are then going to decide, okay, let's actually try some other factions. Well, I, th-
3: I think we saw an example of that, didn't you, play... You played Paul um, with uh, the Wookiee. The Death Rain thing, yeah. Yeah, and you, you experimented with Death Rain. Who else? What else did you have in there?
1: Uh, I had Death Rain, Grand Inquisitor, and Whisper. Um, just straight swap of Vader for Death Rain just to because uh, Whisper went up by five points. Um, I've, I've been since, like, I've been doing a little bit of testing of it. Um, and again, like, how much points do you put in different places? You're, I'm actually being forced to, make decisions which is good like i like the fact that that's happened
0: let me ask a crazy question and then i want to you know we've beat the empire horse to death i want to talk about republic after this but real quick we talked about the fact we, we mentioned the fact that the nantex is have no shields and we're talking about large ships strictly from a rebel perspective is there any reason to start looking at thane again
1: uh i really like thane i think more um more on hyperspace Um, Mm -hmm. I've been flying say Leia, Thane and Luke for example uh, with K2SO on the Falcon Um, so Uh Thane I know you guys love force Thane basically gets a force point if you give him an R4 astromech um, because Leia can use her ability on the K turn uh, and K2SO herself or you just K2SO um, Thane every turn and just do do a hard 2 or whatever Um, I really like him he's good
0: I just wanted to throw that in there because I've been, he's, he's on the list of ships that I always want to put in, but then I find an excuse to cut points and upgrade to Luke.
1: Yeah. I think like, that's the thing. If you, if you're going to put an X wing in, you want either wedge or Luke, but if you've already got wedge or Luke and you don't have the points for Luke and you want to put in a second X wing at five, then try K to S because he's 58. It's you essentially include the points of K two SO in Thane, right? So you say, okay, R4 plus K2, that's 58 points. Um, so that that's how much he that's how much uh, a to five X wing with a force point costs is fifty eight points, <laughs> uh,
0: and the Grand Inquisitor is fifty two. Um, anyway, yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about the underachiever of the group. Um, kind of we we've we've talked about this at Infinatum on this show that Republic has no identity. Uh, the only list that made it through into the top sixteen that I see in front of me is Obi wan and three arcs. Which is a time-honored, I'm going to show up and win five or six games, and then I'm going to go out in the top 16 or top 32. Uh, is there a way to fix them without just going, oh my god, I hope the lat is good? Or are they just praying
3: for new
1: ships? I feel like... going. on, uh, you I, it. This is a
3: complex question. I... I really hate to hate to go back to this, but I, I honestly think that the key to fixing Republic is you need to fix force, because if if you fix force, all of the sudden these ships that are that have four hit points or six hit points at best um, can come down in price, and and you've got options that you can that you can use on them. As opposed to, um, this is a calibrated laser targeted ship, or this is a 7B ship with lots of force, or this is a, you know, um, it, but in order to fix Republic as they exist now, I, I genuinely think you have to fix force. Um, and by fixed force, you know, whatever your pet, pet favorite thing is, you know, like, uh spend a spend a focus token at the end to recover force or or whatever you know whatever your pet fixes force is so powerful that it, it has ironically hurt republic at this point in the, because they cost so much
0: i was I was just gonna ask do you mean do you, do you mean fixed force so that you can reduce the price of jedi and allow them to get basically a fourth ship
3: yeah to have options yes
0: yep
1: I don't know. I still feel that you can have, like, again, with in in a similar way to I feel like the Impaces players are slowly getting used to the fact that they're not going to be able to have all of their toys. I think there's been a knee-jerk reaction away from the Jedi because it's like, oh, I can't fly all of the things anymore. But they're they're still good. Like, you can still fit four Jedi in. you just now have to fly them a bit better and actually guess. So... Yeah, I was right, just yeah. I was just looking at it right now, because if you're looking at CLT, right? So uh all right, calibrated laser. You can fit Plo, you can fit Obi Uh you can fit um Luminara and probably still mace. Where's mace? There we go. Yeah, and you still got three points to play with. Like everyone has CLT. You've got four Jedi. It still works. You've got no; no one is below four. It's still a Jedi Aces list. You now only have a three-point bid, so you actually have to make decisions instead of just getting cents for free.
3: Yeah, yeah, and that's but... sort of the problem, right? People don't want to guess with their with their "quote unquote"
1: basis Well, and this is this is where it's uh, where it's going overall, I think, and this is why you're seeing people complaining because the FFG are slowly, 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 and I think. I I agree with you that they made a mistake with making the Nantex that cheap because it shuts down where they've been going. But they are slowly trying to get that tiny balance where you have both generics and aces are viable. Um, It's it's getting there. Uh, And ace players are obviously still going to go for the strongest thing, which is why I think you're seeing a lot of people do well with the Imperial Aces because all of the aces players have gone, well, I guess I'm just flying Imperials now.
0: Yeah, because they've got because first order has never lived up to that even with Kylo Hollow Vonreg, which it never, which it was never going to. When I told them that, uh, but hey, nobody listens to me. <laughs> um, and then it, you're They're, they're never going to make before without Phoenix Cell. Uh, like there would have to be something pretty fantastic in Phoenix Cell to make Rebel Ace as a thing. I'm still holding out help for Tycho and an i five A-wing.
1: I just um, I wanna see something above I four and an A Wing. If you give that to me, I'm just gonna be so happy. It's gonna be ridiculous.
0: I think an I five A Wing makes makes Rebel Ace is like an actual possible
3: thing.
1: Yep. I really I do. I, want. Saying,
3: I I wanna see a an I6 A-wing. I six A Wing. I don't understand how you get the the most responsive ship in the in the faction. Uh,
1: please. So as it as it's Phoenix cell, you know you know Hero's ability in the ghost.
0: Yes. Put it Where? on an A-Wing. Oh my god, put it on an A-Wing.
1: <laughs> yep. Just make make A-6. You're, you're
0: talk- <laughs> Ollie, you're preaching to the choir, man. These two will tell you I've literally been saying it over and over and over again for like six months.
1: Uh, um, I, but I yeah, wanted an so... X-Wing.
0: I'm a dick. I wanted an X-Wing.
1: Nah, just give give Hera Initiative 6 and price on Rockets. Give me know, back my, my one cake, Farrell. Okay so
3: and there is nothing wrong with, you know, we we rail or I rail against Big Orange numbers. There is nothing wrong with big orange numbers in an A-wing,
1: yeah, it's great because uh, it's not a
0: double repo. It just it, becomes uh, its a rebel fang.
3: Yeah, it's a—it's a native to attack die ship. It doesn't repo double repo well. Um, it's you know, it's, uh, just give them an I six. There's there needs to be an I six pilot in the most responsive rebel ship. What do we think
0: about? What do we think about separatists overachieving per capita so much? I want to get into scum after this, but let's talk separatists real quick. I know we spent all the time on the on the arena aces because it's the new hotness. But six out of eighteen making the cut is pretty ridiculous.
3: In such a big tournament, that's,
2: pretty,
3: that's pretty Yeah, ridiculous. I was gonna
2: say the 33%. Still, yeah, there's still the, the swarm is still just as strong as it used to be. Is it not?
1: I mean uh um, oh, it's a bit different con- though, right? Controversial opinion. <laughs> people are Thank really God. bad at, people are really bad at flying against swarm and that's why they always make the cut but people are also really bad at flying swarm
0: my hand is raised really high about people who are bad at flying against swarms <laughs> I, um, I admit it man i can't fucking fly against vultures
1: yeah I've, I've i feel like this is this is one of the big problems about the uh about the nantex is that people just so people don't like all right, open, open question to you guys. I'm curious about this. Um, how many of you guys go into game and what you're thinking about at the start is, okay, I need to kill every ship on my opponent's list.
2: I'm not saying anything. Yeah, I, was, I used to think that way. Not anymore. <laughs> not, not since 2.0. I, I, I kind of.
1: Or like you're you're looking to kill things, right? That's that's the aim of the game. Looking yeah. to
3: kill things, yes. But I don't have any illusions about killing all of my opponents list right if it, if it yeah. happens at 2.0 it,
1: it's a bonus nowadays all right how how many people go into a game and say right the aim of this game is not to take any damage no
2: nope. i play actually uh, so that's yeah. not an option for me yeah nope. that's pretty much it.
1: Be- because that's your game against swarm like look at look at that nantex list the aim of that game is to not take any damage and over the course of an hour and 15 minutes you are going to do damage to something so as long as you make sure that one of you, that one of your ships doesn't go below half, doesn't matter if you win at an hour and fifteen by what fifteen points for half an antex, done. It sucks, but yeah. that's that's what's gonna happen eventually. Aces players are gonna go cool. You you never see me. Like we engaged at half an hour. I halved the ship. So yeah, see it. See you at hour and fifteen.
3: By the way, so I do want to raise my hand for later a little bit later. I have a little bit of a mini rant on that subject
0: so uh hit me back okay uh i said we were gonna get on something else what did i oh scum um the highest number of lists in this tournament 45 out of 217 were scum players uh they barely finished at half just above half the success rate of empire at a similar rate we know empire is let's just say it overpowered um is Scum the best? Uh, would you say that Scum is probably the second best overall faction right now in both together, like in in the combined formats?
3: What's your definition of best? Are you talking about outcome? Most, mo- outcome
0: no, I mean, outcomes? I mean, based on these results, would you could would either of you be willing to say, or any three of you be willing to say that you think Scum might be the second best faction?
1: So, are we looking at top sixteen, or are we looking at? The over- I, I have
0: the thirty-two in front of me.
1: Okay, so how many scum?
0: Uh, it was five out of thirty-two. They were third place after separatists, which we just talked about, and empire, which is overpowered.
1: I, I would argue, yeah, I'd say that right now scum is sitting in the second place. Um, I think they are; they're now better than Jedi. I think they were always better than Jedi. Uh, sorry what is it republic? republic it's jedi the faction but yeah anyway yeah, yeah. um yeah i i think that people are sleeping on the uh the six and fangs and um, bob fenn is still really good i i think they still have two of the strongest meta lists in the game um so yeah I, i'd say that scum a second. Uh, the only i think the only thing for me is they can't do Beefy and ace as well. Oh no, that's a lie. offense six. Yeah, they can totally do that. Yeah, they're they're second best. Easy. Um, I think separatists are probably hard to fly, so that's why they're not second.
0: Is it sad that with the that the best scum lists really don't employ a lot of scummy tricks? Like are we are we worse off as a community for that? Because we're not seeing you're not seeing like the Landos, the the Daces. Torkel's sadly kind of fallen off because killing cartel marauders is not that hard anymore. Uh, we talk about Scum being like the faction of Dirty Tricks, and it appears to be that that's not really how they win anymore.
1: Dirty Tricks only work when your aces rely on actions and not force?
3: Yes. Okay, that's, fair. There's, that's fair. there's a thing with Scum... That um it it applies just as much as it does to rebels, where if you design a rebels around a linchpin around a around a quirk, around a trick, or you dis- you design scum around a quirk, around a trick, if people take out that quirk, take out that trick, then what you've got less are are the remainder of your ships that are underperforming. yeah, um, and that's why I think that even even in rebels, you're not seeing the same sort of synergistic build that, and to some extent they got, but you're not seeing the same sort of synergistic builds that you used to see where you've got a rebel brick of four with selfless and, and so on. Um, you're, you're seeing individually stronger ships or ships like, or using, um, ships with force, like Leia or Kanan or whatever. Um, I, I just think that that's what's that's what people people don't want to have that weakness that can be picked out. The keystone of their arch can be picked out, and the the arch just collapses. Um, so that's why you don't see the scum dirty tricks anymore. Also, Day's bone arm just fucking sucks. I was he was an example. <laughs> I was just
1: throwing out the name. Um... Yeah, I don't know. I think there is there's still a couple like the Torkle swarm will still work, but as the ship count goes up i think your your tricks are going to be less effective and right. the the meta in which we saw scum do really well in for the tricks which is like when you know, when you saw Palob doing really well most things weren't relying quite so much on force like very when everything first arrived and there wasn't as many force carriers um it like at the start of 2.0 you saw like the tugboats doing really well you saw Palop doing really well because like he steals stuff. It's great, um, and then it just kind of all fell off.
3: And, and keep 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 in mind that when when we're talking about force, we're using it as sort of a shorthand for passive modifiers that you just can't stop. Yep. So K two S O Ali's completely right. K two S O is essentially a force. Yeah. Um, and and K two S O is a recent addition. They've recently added force um uh, available to any ship that could take a cruise slot. Mm. so um so yeah that's gonna it's gonna fall off i i can tell you that i i still fear torquil um torquil but not nearly as much when i'm flying five ships than when i was flying three
1: yeah mm-hmm.
0: i mean it, it... You wanted to, t- Ollie, I believe you also had something you wanted to talk about, the Octor, uh, the Octor Swarm, which is what we're calling it, apparently, and uh, why it's much more dangerous than people realize. You want to jump in? Uh, yeah, well no, I
1: think, think- sorry, Garrett.
3: The Octor Swarm had eight chips in it. Can you not scare me, please? Uh, no, I'm just saying because it's called the Octor Swarm. That would-
1: <laughs>
0: oh, all right. Does that mean that Octor would have to start playing games under the nickname of Doc Ock? Oh, no. that. that that joke was so set up, and I'm so glad I got to drop it. Go ahead, Ollie.
1: I enjoy. I enjoy. Um, yeah, so I think the I think people are sleeping on the six. I still think they're the uh, one of the best lists in the game, and I actually think they're better than the Nantex. The um, so that the sorry for people's references, that's two six with tractor beams, two six with iron cannons, and two fangs. So
3: that's yeah, proof.
1: yeah. So they it's all initiative one. Um I think it's gonna struggle a little bit because the Nantex can reposition around them, but also it's just gonna it's just gonna ruin their day. Like you're you're just gonna shoot things and uh there's just too many firing arts, too many three dice guns. Um and I think this this is my genuine issue that I feel right now is um the game's encouraging variants and it makes me a little bit sad because I I like the passive mods uh, i like being able to know what's going to happen um but with have, have a look at these a lot of these lists that are doing well uh there's some of the six are doing well you've got the nantex that are doing well have a look at the fo um you have multiple three dice agility ships and i'm fairly sure that if you have a look at the bottom end of the tournament you will also see a few of those three dice agility ships that have done not very well because they had a bad day um and this is, is something that you saw in last season's Hyperspace, 2019 Hyperspace, uh, is that as soon as they made the fangs really, really good, um, you saw a lot of three-dice agility. And every now and then, your dice would just go bad, and you would lose the game. And uh, on another time of day, your dice would go well, and you'd just win the game because it didn't matter what your opponent did, because you're just rolling three out of hand. Um and I feel like that's something that you have to... I've, I've got it out of my system in terms of complaining about it. Um, I think you now need to just be aware of it, that you can no longer guarantee killing one of those ships. You can't go in and say, right, I've got three double modded shots. I've got three good shots on a four-day, four agility ship at range two. It's probably going to die. Because if you commit to that and it doesn't, then you get punished for it heavily. Yeah. So I feel like you're always assuming that they're going to roll at least two natural evades and going from there. Um, and I think that will make your experience against a lot of these lists a lot easier. Uh, But yeah, I I still think that the 6 form is a massive threat um, for exactly the same reason as the Nantex.
0: Here's a question about uh, resistance, and I've I've been thinking about this a lot based on little tournaments pop up on List Fortress every couple days, smaller 12-20 to man events and things like that. Have the 5As had their time? Are they... And I don't say that as if they're as to call them a bad list, but I mean to say, are they now kind of middling like a you're no longer taking five A's with the assumption that you are going to have a guaranteed shot at a cut?
1: I feel like for the same reason as um, uh, the same reason that the Nantex and the Six are doing well, the A-Wings aren't there are too many three agility ships for them to kill reliably in a game, and they uh-huh. will take too much, too much damage back.
0: Right. Because for a long time, like people have been... I don't want to say people have been overhyping the 5A wings. I think they're probably one of the better casual... what I would call a casual competitive list. You know what I mean? Like, you, if you were to just show up at your LGS or just show up on Tabletop Simulator and the guy across from you is holding 5A wings, just your brain immediately goes, oh, fuck. But yeah. if you're like when you really start getting into their matchups and what they do well against, they can't push damage through on on things with the agility dice. They just can't do it.
1: Yeah, and that's the problem. I think they've they've just not got enough firepower to push. Like you need to be combining firepower, and if you're combining firepower, then you're jousting and you're getting shot. Whereas mm-hmm. they they're normally diving in and out, getting the odd shot here and there. And if they can't kill you by a thousand cuts because you're rolling well, then that's a problem.
0: Now here's, let's follow that up with something that just came out. Is that the reason that they're introducing Starboard Slash?
1: I'm curious about that. Uh, I want to know how many points it costs first, because yeah. I I want to see that on Rebel A-Wings, you know, because I feel with the Resistance A-Wings, obviously you've got the, you dive forward you turn your art backwards. But I feel like they never get close enough to use it. Um, I, I f- personally think that that will be a better upgrade on Rebel A wings because Rebel A wings joust and then go away. So if you're jousting in two little sections, then your first bit jousts, uh, the second bit sit back at range two and uh, get some plinky shots. Then the first group goes over the top of them, use Starbird, and then the second ones actually get some good shots. I don't know. Like, we'll see how that works.
2: Jeff, Drew, one away in. No, I completely agree with uh, with Ollie. Easy enough.
0: Um, <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> let, let, uh,
0: let's. I shit on them earlier, but I guess we should kind of give them a couple minutes because I feel bad for them. Um, what is wrong with the first order? Like, let's. What's the how, on the laundry list of things wrong? Let, what do you think is like the? What do you guys think are the biggest problems with first order and why? Despite having good, like two, arguably two of the best chassis in X Wing, they cannot break out either as a swarm, a swarm
2: faction or an ace faction. The, I feel like they're, I mean, this has been my hot take of them from the beginning. They have better, they have like really good chassis, right? And most of the lists that we see do well with them. Most of their ships don't really have any upgrades on them because I feel like they're appropriately costed. But when you look at things like the Vulture and how cheap they are and the Nancy, how cheap it just became, I feel like First Order is an appropriately priced faction in a game where things are probably a little too cheap. Interesting. But what do I know? I I I haven't played Next Wing since last November, so... No, Stop I saying that on the show, Drew! Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I, I agree with
1: that. I feel like it's you're seeing these really good chassis. Um, and I, I'd say as well that it's... First Order have a high variance cost and also a very high burden of execution um, because of that high variance hmm. cost. So I feel like if you if you fly them perfectly, then they are one of the best factions. But they're very difficult to fly perfectly especially in a new environment um, like this when no one really knows what's coming. Because I, I I would argue that the first order players will get better the more reps they have against these different lists.
0: Interesting.
2: Because, yep, yep.
0: Because we were all very excited about the silencer going down to the point where you could run four of them. Um, and everyone was very excited about the TIE BA <laughs> you all fucked up um and it just von reg is a he's he's su- is it give me 10 seconds i had this and then i lost it kylo and von reg i think suffer from the same thing which is shitty unique pilot to, uh, shitty unique pilot rule syndrome <laughs> uh, that comes up on uh, i would argue that there are if uh, there are a few good resistance ships that have this problem um han and the falcon has this problem Mm. Kari Kuhn has this problem. Snap has this problem. Rebels have it in more than one place. Garvin, um, but First Order I think suffers from it the most. Like we all were, we all thought it was. We all thought Hollow was going to be a game changer when we saw that rule, and it just hasn't turned out that way. Despite being a three dice ship with a great dial, three of eight dice. I mean, what is hollow missing? What is the, what is the TIE BA missing other than being a Z95? Like I told you it was.
1: So here's, here's the thing. And cause I've been flying the BA a lot. Um, ah. and my, my intention is to, uh, and I think this, this is really interesting. And this is why I came out with my last point. Um, my intention has been, cause I'm in two of these galaxies to fly probably rebels, uh, in two weekends time, um, for the London one and then I'm playing in crate as well. The New York one. Um, uh-huh. and I want to take up for that one. Yeah. I, I want to take first order there. Um, and I've, I've been playing with Kylo and the three initiative three BAs, um, the
0: provocateurs.
1: Yeah. The FFPs. Okay. And that's been really fun. Like it's, that is a great list. It's really, really, really entertaining to fly. But if you get it wrong, it just explodes. Right. Um, And it it doesn't operate like anything I've ever used. And I think the TIE BA is, everyone thinks it's like Suntir. It's like an A-Wing or it's like an Interceptor. And it moves so differently. It's basically a little gun platform. Um, And I I think there is, in the same way as the Nantex, and I think actually the BA and the Nantex are very, very similar in how they operate. Um, You need to understand when you're the jouster and when you're not. And I think that's losing people so many games with hollow is sometimes he just needs to joust things and like yeet his token off somewhere, take a focus lock and just hit something in the face when they're not expecting it. Um, and other times he needs to play that ACE game and it's understanding every single because you have to get it right every single time. So it's understanding against every single list and in every single scenario during a game. All right. Do I joust here or do I art dodge? And that takes time to learn. And because it's a fairly new ship and we've been in lockdown basically since it dropped, um, I think a lot of people haven't had the table time to do that yet.
0: Do you think there's a big difference between tabletop TO and a real table in terms of practice with the ship?
1: No, but I think there's a big difference in between playing in a proper tournament or not. Uh, mm. Practice versus tournaments, you you don't see... You don't see enough of a defined meta because everyone's playing random stuff on TT, uh, on tabletop simulator if the more big tournaments you get the more of a defined meta there is and the more you can practice against the same list again and again and again yeah. and then you understand what to do whereas if you're constantly getting new stuff just thrown at your face then yeah it's hard to work that out
0: I have waited as long as I can to bring up this question and I mentioned it. I mentioned them only for a moment earlier because we always lead the show off with rebels. And instead this time I pushed them all the way to the back Two. I think we said that there were four rebel lists that made the top 32. I know two of them off the top of my head four Oz, and Sabine and four blue B wings and Zeb. Hmm. These are literally two lists that me, Jeff posited on the show last week as things we thought would pop up in this, in this event. And we were both right immediately um, are rebels gonna get pushed into a pure beef mode which would be I think would be a disastrous for the game and be very bad for rebels as a whole and if they don't where are they going right now are rebels balanced or are they like are, drew said that he thinks first order is balanced in an unbalanced game are rebels suffering from the same thing?
3: So, uh, this goes back a little bit. The, the list that you just named, right? We're talking about the same thing that we talked about with Scum, right? There are no rebel tricks in those list in that list, um, right? Same, yep. Same with Daryl's list, which was three knaves and Arbel right? Yep. There are no tricks. There's no, there's no Jake. There's no Garvin. There's no Thane. There's no, no Dutch it is it is fly your rebels point your arcs um a lot easier with oz attacks, by the way and uh,
0: yes yes jeff
3: and, and obliterate stuff um yeah. and uh, i mean i i gotta be honest i i don't i play as you guys know i play every faction other than separatists so i i'm not a faction player at all like i i don't even have a bias toward one of them or the other um so I understand. Unlike some people who turn their nose up at, I'm going to point my arcs at you and roll dice. I understand that that can be fun. I understand that can be an embrace, an embrace of offensive variants, right? Um, and I think that just from the outcomes, I think that those lists have that they are balanced. I wish that those lists weren't all uh, weren't all generic spam lists. That's all. I, I would I'd like to see more interesting rebel lists be be possible. And by interesting, I don't mean Wedge and Luke and Thane um, and Leia and Han. Um, I mean i mean the other x-wings jeb or um um, corkins and you know i I wish that were possible well
0: i mentioned this earlier and i didn't get to rebels because i thought i made the point effectively but there are like four rebel pilots who also suffer from shitty unique pilot uh rule syndrome
1: i think yeah i think you're saying that like you'll at the end of the day we're playing a competitive game right Mm -hmm. so the good stuff is always going to rise to the top and you're, you're not going to see all of the name pilots because some of them just aren't that good. Right. Um, until you make them cheaper, yada, yada, yada. But so I think,
0: yeah, I don't think you could save Levon Tenza.
1: Yeah. Um, I think. You wouldn't what, fly that chip at, at 20 points. Okay. <laughs> you can reduce it to the point of ludicrousness, Jeff,
0: but I don't think that's what anybody was saying. Yeah. Well, yeah.
3: I, I know, but there is a, there is a point cost where somebody will fly that ship.
0: Yeah, there
1: and is.
3: There's a point cost where somebody will fly that ship to
1: success which is which is where I think it's interesting right um, and I'd argue that's where the, um, uh, the there's a lot of ships right now where you are deciding to fly certain ships because of that cost but so like let's take the wikis for example um, the reason that people are flying four wikis in Sabine is because heva did it like that's that's easy um, and the reason that heva did it because uh, I talked to him quite a lot about it when we played our game. Uh, is because he went. Oh, let's let's see how many of these I can fit in a list, and then he had thirty two points left over and thought, well, I can fit Zeb or I can fit Sabine with intimidation, and Wookiees get killed by Aces, and Sabine with intimidation is great at threatening that, so let's just chuck her in there. Right. Um, and that's that's literally the the thing it came down to because whenever it's new points, Paul will just throw like it, it's chassis, right? What, whatever has come down the most in point spam it and see what happens so i think what we're going to see is we're going to see people start to take maybe like two x-wings two wookies and because you've gained like if you're running the 39 point x's um you've suddenly gained six points to put on that extra ship so instead of having to run sabine you can now like maybe you jake or have some fun right mm-hmm. um so I, I think we'll see some variance um but i think there's there's a lot to be said for how good People like paul are flying generics and there's a real skill to that um and i think people underestimate just how hard it is to fly four wookies well
0: and it's uh, I, I yes it's probably very difficult to fly four ships that can't turn around very well but at the same time they protect each other extremely well because if you stagger them there is no safe zone like you cannot hide anywhere from a double rank of two wookies offset. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Uh, and whatever you're, it's, so if you if if you're like me and you would prefer to go Zeb, he almost becomes I, like I would prefer Zeb in the attack shuttle over Sabine, but that's because I like I like three dice. I, that's just me. And, and Zeb becomes almost a bonus because it's are you going to waste shots on this guy, this thirty-two point dude who's you know much softer than the other ones but he's got an extra evade die and he's got a built-in evade and if you shoot at him then the three then the four guys with eight health and one evade are just getting closer and by the time yeah. you make that decision it's probably over um you know i i, I wonder if the azatuk is just going to is going to push the b-wings out and then probably end up pushing and cuz the y-wing is already gone
1: I mean, the Azatox or the Azatuk's already pushed the B wing out. Would you rather yeah. pay forty because the B wing's still forty one, right? You can't fit five of them, correct? Um, so, what? Why wouldn't you pay one more point for a one eighty arc? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Honestly, why would you pay three less points for an X wing at this point? Um, the Azatox is now the go to Rebel generic yeah, it's,
2: filler. Yeah. it's one more point than the Blue Squadron, and you arguably get. I mean, they're the same, right? Just less shields, more health, more it, pull. Yeah, whole, yeah.
1: and it has access to a reinforce if you really need it. That's so. correct.
2: Yeah, this yeah. is sort of this is kind of my fear um, with X-wing, and I know we mentioned it before the show of you know just massive mass efficiency, mass chassis spamming. Um, but I do, I do actually agree with you, Ollie. This is usually what we see when points have changed, and over time it starts to shift. But those these lists are not gonna disappear, right? Like the swarm, no, like the, the six Nantex, the the QD, the quick Draw swarm, multiple silencers in hollow, right? I think the only faction that I'm looking at that I actually really like the loadouts are hmm. Empire, right you get it you got a good mix of, of aces and you got a good mix of like Sloan rack Alphas and uh, rack academies and all that. Um, but so- everything else, you spam you spam efficiency and it's i don't know if i like it
1: well this is this is where it gets interesting because if we were just going to go ahead and go into another four months of lockdown and not be able to play tournaments um i completely agree with you but i think what's going to be really fun to see is we now get big tournaments like with the galaxy series happening over the course of the next month and a half we are going to see a defined meta like yes. people are going to, people are going to develop it over these series of tournaments and you're going to see different parts of the world have their own takes on it as well especially based on the previous tournaments so i think we're going to slowly see list counters developing and seeing like i've spent the last three days um since sorry two days or whatever it is basically since the nantex did well on the first day um i was like all right let's let's look at things uh, like trajectory simulators so i think you're going to see different ships appearing out of factions that you haven't seen in a while to try and counter the new hotness so it's it'll be interesting to see what happens
2: yeah yeah no i'm excited i'm this i might actually start watching games now keeping track with you guys um because i want to get back into it and yeah this is the first time that i've actually felt like you know i'm looking at this and i was also going to say you know, just one or two changes to some of these, like, you know, the Alzatux and Sabine, right? Like, and uh, a couple changes to the Nantex. And I think that we have, I think we could have a super good game on our on our hands. So,
3: well, You know, the thing about the Nantex that's interesting is I, as much as I, I, you know, I pointed out they're 45 points cheaper. Um, the thing about it is that they, they came really close to getting it right, I think, because if you, if you think if they had, instead of coming down eight points, if they'd come down six points, would, would that not be almost exactly right, you know, judging from the performance in Galaxies? Um, and honestly, given given that, I think it would be pretty close to exactly right. Given that, it's not that big a deal to me that they they maybe pushed it a little bit too cheap. Um if you talk about it coming down six points, then you've got 12 points fewer for your crack shots and your predators. Uh, and it's, that, it, it's, yeah, uh, it's a, it becomes a, a balanced, interesting choice. Maybe it's for Nantech and something else. Maybe it's, you know, uh, instead of just being that hyper. efficient <laughs>
0: Bombardment hey. drones. Cause that's what, that's what we really need. <laughs> we, that, uh, that's what we really need in order to, to play against a list that already has, you know, insane board control jeff is that we're going to give them we're going to tell them to bring prox mines that can be dropped off the front
1: yeah no of no, no, that.
0: No. thank you um i i don't ever want to see nantex mixed in with anything else because it terrifies me like
3: why do they terrify you they're not without a snare why do they terrify you
0: because they break, like I said, they break several fundamental understandings that I have of X-Wing. I like, think you don't get to reposition if you get blocked.
1: <laughs> there were spams, though, because the, the problem with the problem with dealing with six of the six of the things is that if you kill one or one has bad dice, there is, like, loads behind it.
2: And the more that there are with their abilities, they get to reroll the greens equal to how many there are in the attack arc, right? Like... When they're so oh, gravitic together, when, they're perform- swarming, perform- when they're swarming together they're pretty tough to take down you know two are two are easy to take down but six of them coming at you even with the two die turret right well
3: you, you
2: yeah, can- the reason I,
0: the, the reason I'm scared of it is because I know how good like five droids will be together if you can't focus on them like oh. droids are a problem sorry about planes I lived in an airport <laughs> Uh, I know we all know how much of a problem like five droids are. If you don't have your full list, they will still beat two of your ships uh, normally. (laughs) But if you throw in two guys that have the ability to cover the blind spots of the droids. Oh, by the way. And if you get blocked by the droids, they will thrash you. I don't see how you're not afraid of them.
1: I mean, like being able to have maybe like four Nantes and Grievous. That's that is a worry. Oh, because that's the thing. Yeah, you, yeah. You can fit, you can fit five in grievous if you want to, if you don't care about EPTs, and grievous gets a soulless one. Uh, like that's I, I... that's what surprises me. It surprises me that that didn't make it in. Um, and I think it's it's something that it says a lot about the variability of these of these things. It takes six of them because two two of the six Nantex lists got into the uh, into the top sixteen. I think yeah, it takes I mean, that many ships to cancel out the variability of them.
3: Bohan did beat two Grievuses and, and, uh, uh, and vultures. He, he beat, I think it was.
1: Two. Oh, no, 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 like not, not Grievous and vultures. I'm talking about Grievous and Nantex. Uh,
3: um, yeah. I, I mean, Grievous and Solus one. Solus one is just fantastic. Uh,
1: yeah. There's, Cause there's, if, if, if you get rid of what i'm just going to make it on Yasby now because yeah you can have if you take the initiative threes uh you can have i'm fairly sure you can have five initiative threes and grievous with solace one because they're 30 points each yeah 20 29 points each for the oh no you can do it with the aces oh boy oh boy yeah there you go so you can have five initiative four um petronaki aces and 50 point grievous done
0: I'm closing Yasby and hiding under my desk. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't want to hear this anymore. I'll teach, I'm, I'll teach you to play against events. I don't know how. Do I'm I'm I'll afraid. <laughs> no, no, <Yeah>. Drew, <laughs> Drew. If I want to learn how to play against mass Texas, I'm going to go talk to Bobby Ott because he was there he was because he Bobby played. was it, the like the first one to even think about it. Mm-hmm. He was running four of them with snare back after they nerfed in snare, and he was still clubbing people with it. <laughs> So, I, like, I want no part of that shit. He owns eight Nantex,
2: Bobby. Yep, Bobby. Yep. Does,
0: yeah. Bobby owns yeah, and a fantastic liquor cabinet. Um,
2: turns out he's <laughs> a big fan of the uh, board game Operation. He just loves those tweezers. You got a you got a sandwich in your, in your kneecap there.
0: By the way, can we all point out that we're talking about separatists? Maybe like of what we're afraid of in separatists when they're about to get the Tri Fighter. <laughs>
1: oh, like, I just. We, can More. we
0: talk about, do we want to just not talk about that? And- I think it's
1: safer. I, I'm, I'm going to have to call it call it a night scene anyway, because we're, we're getting uh, yes, it. Yes,
0: of course. Yeah. All right. Well, then on, uh, on, the note, on the note of giving Ollie nightmares about Tri-Fighters in <laughs> Texas, um <laughs> let's go ahead and wrap it up. Thank you, sir, very much for joining us. As always, we will look forward to bringing you back just as soon as we can and we can fit our schedule in. Thank you for staying up late with us.
1: Hey, no problems. Always good fun to chat to you guys. And uh, hey, hopefully you don't mind me just talking at you for two hours. Uh,
2: never. I love the sound of your voice, man. That's why I was. Like... We we learn
1: we, we learn more <laughs> in one hour and ten
0: minutes
2: with you than uh, we do in six weeks uh, of talking to each other. Yep. 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 Exactly.
1: But that's that's where I think the uh, you you need to have like as I was saying with the galaxies, it's re- going to be really interesting to see how different sides of the world. Like I'm, I want to look at Australia, man. That's. Oh yeah. Like, oh yeah. It's going to be fun.
0: Because that's where anybody who knows how to play First Order is going to come from.
1: Oh, God. Just see see what they do. See what they do. Mm -hmm.
0: People named Howard, we're counting on you. (laughs) All right. Let's leave it there, guys. Jeff, Drew, thank you for joining me as always. Have a good one. All right, everyone. Take it easy.